to the judges podcast i'm here with my main man patty broke a skull patty yay yay what is going on out there in the podcast world podcast bill if you're joey diaz you know shout out comedian shout out funny uh speaking of funny uh we just got to throw this back in there again tyron woodley has predicted a knockout against jake paul and that is comedy 101 uh but i do want to say this colby covington has been talking a lot of shit as of lately about this character dustin poirier who you guys might remember uh being a guy who's fought for a title many times um you know we won't see him again unless it is that third and unfortunate rematch against conor mcgregor that nobody's wanting to pay money to see you want to you want to pick a fight card that's going to be streamed illegally more than any other fight card ever it would be dustin versus conor three i promise to god people are paying 70 dollars for that fucking fight again but nonetheless this card man this card the entire card we both agreed that we didn't see it in detail the way that we wanted to you know but the reality is is there was so many upset so many upsets where if it was the guy you picked or the guy i picked i just felt every fight went the other way <laughs> every fight was like i didn't what the fuck what is what yeah i'm I, just I you know i'm stuck <laughs> how'd you feel well uh yeah man i i, I kind of felt the same way and uh, some of these people that, that have had embarrassing performance in the past uh, actually did very well here. And some some of the, these fights, uh, the people, it was kind of mind-blowing what kind of strategy they had. And, and I'll mention uh, Derek Minner versus Ryan Hall. Why would you go on the ground with Ryan Hall? You have a clear advantage on your feet. It's I don't know. Maybe it's just a veteran thing. He's like, oh, well. I've been in here a lot of fights. I know what it's like to be on the ground. You're like, yeah, but this guy's different. He's just different. It's, a, it's the only way he's going to beat somebody. You get Absolutely. off the ground with that guy. It's it's one of those fight cards that I felt like answered a lot of questions. You know, a lot of stuff got answered on the where you're like, okay, all right, I'm a fan now or I'm not a fan or this, this person's going to be pushed and there's new champions and here we go. But, you know, it is what it is. Colby Covington bringing up uh, the just the general trash talk and, you know, debauchery that he falls in. It's so ridiculous that they have to even bring that up where they say the shit about Colby being, you know, kicked out of the UFC unless he came up with some, some sort of a gimmick, right? They constantly bring this up every time the kids mention. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? he They, they made sure that this guy uh, became this villainous character. Whereas a lot of fighters have done that where they switch up like, Nobody knew who uh, Jorge Masvidal was, okay? Nobody knew who he was until he started bat, 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 bat on the mic, right? But he was around. He's been around forever. Yeah, he's been around. he has been oh, around forever. But they also don't say, oh, this street Jesus thing that he fucking talks about, it's just a gimmick, something that he made up. He's just playing this character, right? But they will say it about Colby every time. It's like, forget that. You're ruining the chance for, and I'm not even a fan of Colby, but you're ruining the opportunity for him to get new fans because you're already saying, hey, he's just pretending. They didn't do that in WWE. I mean, is Steve Austin supposed to be this real fucking villainous, you know, stone cold type of character? Why not mention that he's actually a nice guy <laughs> instead? You know what I mean? You're defeating the purpose yeah, of yeah, the character, part of the fighters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. leave, leave some separation. Leave some uh, disbelief. Let us figure it out instead of giving it away because even Conor McGregor wasn't talking the way that he talks until he got real big in the UFC. Mm -hmm. Okay, the confidence comes in time. 
that could have easily been what happened after uh, Colby fought before he fought RDA, whatever those situations were. That was a nasty fight. The kid put on a performance. Is he not allowed to have an ego? Is he not allowed to let that ego change and adjust as he gets popular? It seems unfair that even John Anik is like, yeah, you know, he's actually a fucking swell guy. He's got two, uh, you know, chihuahuas that he takes care of. He actually puts them in diapers. He's so sweet. You know what I mean? Rather than being, <clears throat> being like, he's fucked up. Yeah. Just fucked up. You know what I mean? He's he's switching and doing all this. He's fucking nuts. Use that because that's going to help push your fighter, push yeah. the sport. As much as people dislike the guy, that's just the facts of what it is. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen in many other elements in many other sports, Okay where it's like this guy's a villain, but they're not saying that he's just pretending to be a villain. They're like, yeah, no, he's fucking, he's got a, he's fighting uh, cocks in the backyard. You know, he's got a cockfighting ring downstairs. He's, he's nuts. He's a psycho <laughs> person. No, they're like, oh, no, he's a sweetheart. He's actually a sweetheart. He's pretending to be this fucking monster. Do you know you're in the fight game of any sport to fucking have these characters? It's this. Mm-hmm. They should have a guy coming sure. out in the fucking Hannibal Lecter mask, fucking tied to a chair and getting, you know what I mean? Back like they did with the- <laughs> He was actually nuts. You see what I'm saying? They've done this. They played that part yeah, before. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of being like, oh, yeah, he's just pretending. I mean, They're only doing that to Colby. That's weird as fuck to me. It is. I mean, everybody's trying to sell a brand anyway. Yourself is the brand, and you're trying to sell that and push that. So yeah. I see what you're saying there. Um, it's kind of ruining a brand when... He portrays one character, and they're like, oh, that guy's a nice guy, really. He's not He's not really like that, you know? Yeah. And a lot, a lot of these rock stars are the same way. They're selling a brand, and, you know, they're, they're not really like that. If they cared about the fact that it's the fight game, they would be like, no, Colby is a psychopath. He started going and talking all this shit and ruining fucking spoiling movies and shit on Twitter after he got really good, after his confidence blew up. Use it. Instead, they're like, no, he's pretending. Fuck that guy. Like, stop. You're defeating the purpose, but... Nonetheless, I'm ready when you are, man. Right, man. Get in a fucking old fight card. This old <laughs> well, I mean, it first started out Jillian Robertson. Now, that was a wild fight because <clears throat> I had her losing. And, uh, yeah, we I mean, she took, she took Chick down and submitted her. And the thing is, su- submitted her with one second left. Probably would have submitted her a little quicker, but Chick was gouging her eyes with her damn thumb. Now, I, like I don't know about you, man, but I think there should be some kind of uh, some kind of fine. Something needs to happen, in my opinion. You can't have people doing that shit, man. Somebody no, they need to set an example with her. You should not be allowed. You shouldn't be allowed. That's definitely illegal, and she definitely went for it. But what I liked is that showed me that bitch is a writer. <laughs> right? Like, that's dirty as fuck. That is dirty and, as fuck. That, to me, says I've also been choked just like this in this. And you know how what got me out? When I took the bitch's eye out with my thumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that is just a real person's defense. That's not, that, she probably, I would say, find her if you find out she did it on purpose or use that there is some sort of a general instinct in the fighting that r- made her do this. She's been stabbed by friends, okay? <laughs> People that she thought were cohorts and they slept in a sleeping bag together on a fucking dirt floor tried to stab her, <laughs> okay? She's not a normal fight. She is. Everything that Colby's persona is in reality, right? If she started talking like, no, I don't know. I ate a heart of a fucking goat last night. You're like, yeah, no, I believe it. Because she just ha- you, there's the backstory to follow it. And nobody's going to fucking be like, no, she's actually a sweetheart. <clears throat> but yeah, that was a weird win for both of us because we were both like, yeah, I don't think Jillian's got this one. This woman's crazy. And then uh, she gets her. Yeah, she got her. Shout out Jillian. You can't be. But, uh, 
You gotta you gotta stay up on your feet. That's like the only chance she's really has, but can put a damn submission on. Now this next fight that happened, uh Tony Kelly and he made pretty quick work uh the second round TKO of Randy Costa. And this surprised me, man, a great deal because I watched Randy Costa in that fight with uh Andre his last fight with Yunez, and it was just a damn slugfest. I mean he lost that one also, but damn, he was in there punching like crazy. And this he kind of got tired after the first round. I mean, he was like pretty much gassed out, really, and susceptible to the knockout. Well, here's the thing that bothered me about that fight. It wasn't the performance of either guy. It was the fact that it's not going to mean anything for No. It just doesn't mean anything. It sucks because he's fucking talented, but he's he's too pa- he's too far past the point of being a gatekeeper. He hasn't beat enough top names to get pushed high enough, so he's going to be kind of stuck in this uh, limbo situation where it's going to be fun to watch him fight, but he's going to be much like a Carlos Condit, you know, before. I think he's still around, but you get my point where it's like he's kind of just right. He floats around. It's, it's cool to see him fight, but. And then we already talked a little bit about Ryan Hall, Derek Minner. That did not make sense. Uh, I mean, Minner had an advantage on the feet. Why Why get on top of Ryan Hall? Ryan Hall's whole game to take you down at any cost he can get you down. He doesn't give a shit if you fall flat on his face as long as yeah. he gets you on the ground. So, there's I think possibly Minner didn't do... Uh, he didn't watch any tape. His camp might not have known about Ryan Hall. That's just a failure on their part. Well, if that's otherwise, the case, definitely. Otherwise, what you're saying means that he's an idiot. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? yes. Although, that's exactly what happened. He's dumb. He's like, I'm going to take this guy down. You're like, well, that's the worst thing you can do. It's yeah. like, I'm going to fight Damian Maya and try to tackle him. Oh, man. And then uh, I actually had this upset happening. Uh, Aaron uh, Blanchfield against Miranda Maverick. I mean, that, that was a boring-ass fight, but, you know, 30-27 across the board. Andre Munez, he beat Eric Anders by by armbar in the first Wait, round. Very fast. And then, man, Bruno Silva knocks out Jordan Wright, TKO first round, a minute and 28 seconds. Jeez, dude. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, I don't know what this I, – I didn't see anything different from Jordan. He seemed to be sort of doing the same thing. You know, he, he, th- he throws from a very weird position. He said he kind of puts himself in harm's way to counter or whatever, and it just didn't pay off in this one. So he's going to have to really improve, get back in there and get a different opponent, start over. Yeah. Next fight, the next fight was annoying, and I hate it still. It uh, <laughs> didn't make me a fan whatsoever. I still hate the guy. Keep drinking out of a shoe, and I hope you get E. coli. Uh, you don't know what people fucking feet have been. You know what? He cheated too because for sure, whatever shoe he drank out of at the end of this fight was brand new. So whatever. <laughs> but if we're really gonna risk it and think that it's cool, I need him to drink out of somebody's shitty boot that's in the fucking crowd. Um, Augusto Sakai versus Tai Tuivasa. I'm obviously not talking about Dana White. I'm talking about Tai Tuivasa. Uh, Dana probably does drink out of shoes, but they're made of gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Augusto Sakai. I had him winning this fight just because I give a shit about Tai Tuivasa. Um, he won again. He knocked him out. Good for him. But it's just, he's again, another one of these guys is going to be fun to watch. It's fun to to root against him. It's fun to root for him because he's, uh, he's a highlight reel. Uh, he either gets knocked out or knocks somebody out, but he's never going to be a champion. And right now in this division, the heavyweight division, we need to trying to get there. Well, I I don't know where Sakai goes from here as well. I I would just release him. I mean, he came over from Bellator. He only had that one loss to Chuck Congo. And he, he came in, 
and he's done real shitty. I yeah, I would say, and also the fact that he lost to Ivasa is a big, that's a big sign. It's like, this is a young up and coming kid where other veterans have kind of pieced him up, had no problem with them. Guys, Sakai shouldn't have had a real issue with him, but hey, a loss is a loss, yeah. man. Take it and move on. This, but this, is, this, light, bro. this is his heavy, third loss in a row. Yeah, they're probably going to they're gonna keep him because <laughs> the heavyweight division is so light. I would imagine they'd have to keep him, right? There's not enough competition. That's just my opinion. Anyways, um, next fight. Dominic fight. Cruz, Pedro Munoz. Uh, Dominic Cruz, he got hurt fairly quickly in round one and came back in round two and three. Did, did pretty well and uh, took the fight 29-28, all the judges' scorecards. I mean, he yeah, actually uh, admitted afterwards that he was uh, got hit pretty good in that first round. Yeah, that's. I think that's the strategy against Dominic Cruz. He's one of these fighters that wants to go seven rounds. You got to get him early. You got to take a risk because he's a guy that will not take a risk the whole fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, he, his fighting style at this point is as boring as his speech pattern. You know what I mean? Zero confidence, <laughs> lack of zeal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I mean, he's got the personality of a fucking paperclip, dude. It is the, the charisma of a, you know, a fruit fly, just sort of around. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Emmett, he beats Dan Ige. Pretty boring fight, 20-28. Well, one of the judges had it 30-27. But... Yeah, this was a fight that should have been a banger, man. Yeah. And these two guys that were on a tear, they both had some really cool wins. Uh, they were successful. You thought that the, I don't know. This is one of those fights where you're surprised people didn't say, this is going to be fireworks. This one's going to end early. Because that, that usually turns into a long, boring fight like this. <laughs> yeah. Then, I had EK, Josh Emmett. Both these guys, again, are they going to fight for a title soon? Ah. Yeah, you had, uh, Sean O'Malley, easy knockout first round. When are they going to give this guy some competition? Yeah, this is annoying at point. <laughs> it's really annoying uh, because it says a lot about his last opponent. And it says a lot about him because if this is what he's able to do to a guy who's had, you know, 24, 20, 24 mm -hmm. fights. Um, he should have been able to do that to a guy who's first fight in the UFC. What does that mean about you, Sean O'Malley? Because also I watched that Steve-O podcast. Did you check it out? I've been okay. busy, man. Really extremely <laughs> busy. You're I'm sorry. Fine. It wasn't even <laughs> worth the watch. Okay. Because he's, he's very self-confident. Fine. But he also many times talked about Tim and how he's the head coach, but he said it like, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, I guess yeah, I work with a lot of people, but Tim's like the guy, you know what I mean? He wasn't like, for sure. That's my head coach. That's <laughs> my mentor. That's my idol. It's like, is he your dad? <laughs> is that what you're, is, is that what you were afraid to say? You're like, Oh, that's Papa. He prefers if I call him daddy. Like, what the fuck? And you know what I mean? Like, the guy's annoying me now, and I told you this was going to happen if I watched that fucking podcast. I was going to come back and be like, yeah, fucking guy stinks. <laughs> this guy fucking stinks. Um, the hair thing, he talks about his girl, uh, does his hair. She makes all the choices for him. Again, stinks. Be a man. Do your own fucking hair. You know what I mean? Just because it's long and fucking weird, your girl that shouldn't do it for you. Be a man. You know, does she do your tattoos as well? He's, he's annoying. He's a kid. And the fact that he had this weird fight against this dude with green hair who is absolutely nameless at this point, and yet he can come in and do this to this guy, you're like, do that always or sit the fuck down. Do it always or sit down. Nobody wants to hear from a guy who's inconsistent. 
You know what I mean? It's annoying when I've, I've told you a hundred times, it's like these guys with their inconsistency, but also still talk this big game. It's like, what is he going to fight a ex champion next and be like, I get a title shot. It's like, why would you just because you're good on a microphone, you can yap it up. You got purple hair. Is that, this is the weird, this is where we live now in society, man, where weird shit like that gets more attention than actual fight skill. It's like, oh, because he has a chest tattoo that's an owl, which chances are was a cover-up for some stupid saying that he had when he was 15. You know what I mean? Like, strength. I just, I just want to see the man fight some competition. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. And this is the dumb thing that they're, they're padding his fucking stats. Mm, they're saying, that's exactly oh, what they're doing. Oh, if he can, it doesn't make any sense that this would be the next guy that he would fight if the, the last guy he fought was a no-name. He should, he should be fighting another no-name. Raul and Paiva has a great sort of a uh, consistency you know we kind of know who he is he should be fighting top or echelon guys mm-hmm. or getting booted the fuck out where are we at with this kid oh, uh, rob font Corey sandhagen let's put him against one of those and see how he does tj dillashaw there you, you know go I mean? there's plenty of guys that i probably would pick over o'malley at the top of the division the top 15 of the division where it's like i don't know dude i haven't seen enough from you he was Beyond phenomenal on the contender series. Some of the most beautiful work I've ever seen. On Like, dude, I have never... What he hasn't done since he's gotten into the UFC is what he did in the contender series. Now, he was doing this thing where he would point or he would do, do something that made you think that he was going to do this other strike. Set you up, right? The pointing was perfect. He's like pointing to where he's going to hit and then do something else. Nobody else has ever done that. And that alone is a very interesting fight style. He hasn't done it in the UFC against anybody. He only did it in the in the contender series. What I'm saying is the guy gets props from fucking Snoop Dogg. And that's why he is who he is. But if that's the case, put him up against top guys. We'll see if he is that guy. Because right now, we're st- I don't know. We thought from the contender series, he should have been pushed immediately. But because he hurt his foot, took that loss against Chito Vera, he was right there. Because where's Chito Vera? You see, so you're absolutely right. <laughs> no, Chito fought uh, TJ, right? Who did he fight last? Chito would just beat Frankie Edgar. Okay. okay. Right. So had right. Sean O'Malley right. beat Chito, who would he have fought next? Franklin? I don't think you see what I'm saying? So he would have been up there at the top echelon mm. if it wouldn't have been for the fucking loss against yeah. Chito. So now they're just like, I don't mm. know, this guy? <laughs> but I'm sure there's four or five guys that he's getting contracts from. But let's move on. All Talking right. too long about this guy. Kaya uh, France knocked out. Cody Garbrandt, what the fuck happened here, dude? Retire, retire though, but also Damn retire it. now. It's time to go. Shit, Cody Garbrandt, dude, it's done. Hang him up, hang him up, because at this point it's getting embarrassing. Okay, but here's where here's where I can understand his uh, the UFC not willing to let him go and also trying to hype him up and keep him around. The kid was a great champion. He made Dominic Cruz look stupid. Okay, he made a lot of fighters look like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing in the stand up game. The thing that Cody hasn't done is realize that they have the tape now. They can see it. They see what you do, man. Okay, the Rafael Asensio, when he slept that kid, like one second left, he so mm-hmm. badly and walked off, he still has that, dude. That's why we like him. Cody, no love, Garbrandt. I mean, that's a fucking great character <laughs> without him saying a word. And then the way he looks, the way he fought. But what's happening? Dude, he's lost five of his last six. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's, what happened? Yeah, I don't know what happened. 
He and, even tried uh, to change weight classes, and he got knocked the fuck out. And hell, he's only thirty years old. I know, but dude. What, what do you think? What do you think we do here with this guy? I think he goes and delivers pizzas or something <laughs> for a living. Yeah. I don't know where he goes from here. I mean, he's going to have to fight someone pretty shitty. I, I mean, try to work his way up. But well, I'm saying, what do you think you would do as a fighter who has kind of became predictable? You're kind of on. You're 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 in that Chuck Liddell minute of your career where Kevin, you're losing Kevin Holland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to work on other things. You have to focus on that. Evolve. You have to evolve. evolve. Your next fight, I would imagine you either change camps or your camp says, this fight, I want eight takedowns. I want multiple clinches. I want knees from the clinch. I don't want you to stand at a distance to throw a punch, but five seconds. I want you in this face, putting pressure all over them, on top of them, throwing punches from in tight. You know what I'm saying? I would take everything away from this dude from his old style. Switch up completely because all you need is the power. If the power is still in him, change up the technique and make people guess. If you can do six takedowns, dude, that's huge for a guy that no, you've never seen do a takedown. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was yeah. it was devastating, dude. Kai Car France, huge shout out. I mean, great finish. Holy shit. The kid's a threat, but he's gotta he's gotta keep pushing. He's there's more people out there. You're beating a guy who was just who was on a four fight losing streak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he got knocked out every time. You should knock him out if you're uh, worth a damn. Uh, but then we got Jeff Neal getting the uh, decision over Ponza Nibio. What do you think about this one? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> it was a split decision. I, I didn't even see this one, boss. I hate it, dude. <laughs> I hated it because it was just boring, dude. It was so mm-hmm. easy to stop paying attention to this fight. You're like, is it over yet? They're doing the same thing, like. And these are two guys where, again, you'd be like, they should be doing a lot more. They should be devastating each other. Somebody should have went to sleep. Hmm. I mean, we know Jeff Neal's got a lot of power. And, hell, I mean, Santiago's 15 knockout wins. Right. That's what I've written down. Someone's getting knocked out. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that didn't happen. Well, then we got. Oh, man, I don't even want to talk about this. What happened here? Julian Pena should not have been in this position. She should not be fighting for a title. She's only a winning streak of one fight. One. Well, and here's the thing, too. All this did, Sam, it simply set up multiple Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. That's it. Yeah. I promise you, Juliana Pena doesn't fight anyone else but Amanda Nunes while having the title. Nunez will get the title back before Juliana Pena gets to fight anyone else besides her. Not because she's good, but because this is the only storyline they have. This is the only thing that's going to sell a female fight. Nunez lost her belt to Juliana Pena, and it was fucking boring as shit. Here's what happened. Nunez came in with that same uh, fighting style and technique she's always had, but she wore herself out. She didn't finish Juliana when she thought she could, and Juliana just stayed on top of her. It was a very Nate Diaz type of situation, taking her down, staying on top of her, made her tired, outworked her, and it's not impressive. That's why I say for sure Nunez fights Juliana again. That'll be the next uh, fight for the belt. Then you think Nunez didn't take her seriously? No, no, not Hmm. not even that. I, I don't think Nunez has taken anybody seriously in a long time. What I think is she thought she was going to get her early. That was the whole plan, Mm -hmm. and it didn't go her way. 
that just because she didn't get her early, she wore herself out because she kept trying. She was still trying. She was still there during the fight, but there was many moments where you could see just exhaustion. She was purely tired. That's why I think this is a good storyline. Run, run it back, see it again. And I think Nunez is going to come in better shape, more cardio plans to have that power go further. You know what I mean? Cause she's a two title champion, a uh, two weight class champion. So what, she's just going to go fight somebody else for, uh, you know, yeah. so got to take that belt too. Right. Well, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Introduce this one. <laughs> I was gonna say somebody made a lot of money on this fight. With uh, Nunez was a huge favorite, but uh, Charles Oliveira beat Dustin Poirier. We we both uh, called that submission round three. I mean, Oliveira's just on a fucking roll, man. I don't think anyone can stop the guy right now. Well, and I told you, and you and I can both agree, Charles Oliveira has been the dark horse of the division for a long time. He was scary. From the moment he started in the UFC. I told you this, man. The kid's devastating in every aspect of the fight game, and he's only fucking gotten better. Here's the conversation, though. Yes, we both predicted it, because Dustin Poirier shouldn't even have the opportunity, and they got to get the McGregor-Poirier 3. So the real question is, the real statements, the real remaining things are, hey, Oliveira beat Poirier faster than Khabib. <laughs> You're setting up that storyline, huh? You going there? Isn't that weird? <laughs> so what are they trying to do? What do you think the thing is? Hey, hey man. Hey, Khabib. Name a price. Name a price. Okay, because you're looking at a 32 and eight record from Charles Oliveira. Mm. You're looking at 27 and 0, right? 20. How, what is Khabib now? 29 and 0, 27, 28. He's he's undefeated, retired, a young young lad too. And there's this kid who's beating guys you beat better. Khabib's That's 33. How, okay. And he's 20, what, what's his record? Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking win, dude. Okay. Yeah. But Charles Oliveira is different. This is a matchup we all want to see as real fight fans. We want to see Charles Oliveira versus that dude. I'd like to see Charles versus Conor McGregor. I'd like to see him versus Justin Gaethje, Islam Makachev. Oliveira is a problem for everybody in that division, okay? He knocked out Michael Chandler, correct? Oh, yeah, for sure. That was his most recent knockout. Then, So you know the kid's got power. He's fighting a guy who beat the shit out. If he fought Justin Gaethje, he's fighting a guy who beat the shit out of Michael Chandler. He couldn't put him away. If he fights Islam Makachev, we got a guy who's very ground-heavy, very, very calm under the pressure, I'd say. I, I would think him fighting for a title right now wouldn't be an issue at all mentally. He'd be like, yes, it's my time. I am ready to take his take his heart. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, settle down. Uh, you're 5'4". Anyways, <laughs> no, this, you guys all look scarier in person. It's like when you see the, the point guard on a basketball team in real life, you're like, oh, you're 6'4". <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks, he's the littlest guy on the court. Uh, but anyways... This is exactly what we predicted. It's just, uh, where do we go from here? The 155 division is still so open. Uh, Dustin Poirier, just stay, stay stay, in your lane now. Just stop. Don't ever bring it up. Don't put him in, in, the, in the conversation of fighting for a belt. You know, it's not worth it anymore. Get your money. Make your, make your fights. You know, get your main events. But it, championship, uh, you know, futures are not in your future. You know, I thought he was going to get the Bisbing treatment. Get the one and out, you know. But didn't even go his way, dude. <laughs> didn't go his way so, at all. So, man, this uh, this sets up what you're talking about, Islam Makachek. This this would be one hell of a fight, I I think. 
I, I yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd love to see the fight. I, I, I want to see Islam get tested in the standout though. I want to see him be forced to stand. And I think Oliveira is one of the few guys that could actually keep him from fucking going to the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, he might choose to knock him out because he's also he's got great kicks. He's uh, here's the thing that we learned too about Oliveira in this fight, dude. What a fucking chin. Because Poirier connected clean a lot. There was a lot of, as short a span of time that that fight lasted, I was worried. <laughs> it was one of those where we both were like on our seat, I guarantee you. Like, oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. All right. We're good. We're good. Oh shit. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the, those are the fun fights for me where I'm, I'm invested to that point where I'm like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Okay. All right. Like the Matt Frivola is a prime example when he fought that dude. I was like, fucking Frivola, he comes in. 18, you know, five seconds goes by. You're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened? I didn't even get, the- I'm on the edge of my seat for nothing. Now my ass itches. <laughs> anyway, man, I guess we'll get into this uh, fight card coming up. The last one of the year, December 18th at the UFC Apex in, in Nevada. UFC Fight Night Lewis versus, versus Dawkins. All right. So this, there's some very interesting matchups on this card, man. Very interesting here's, here's what I'll tell you right now, Sam, just for the listeners and your sake. Sometimes I'll go through and I'll look at a couple of the fights, like the main event, of course. That's all I'll know. Most of the time, all I know is the main event. Like right now, all I can see is it is Dawkus versus Lewis and, I don't know, two other guys. See what I'm saying? This is my screen. Okay. <laughs> But I don't know any of the matchups at all, which is very exciting for me because sometimes it I is. see them and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a crazy, crazy matchup. I, I think but you're yeah. going to like some of these, but we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, so the first matchup is uh, Jordan Levitt versus Matt Sales. Now, Levitt, uh, I'm sure you remember, he was on the Contender Series, and uh, he calls himself the Monkey King. He's, like, flopping around. And his last – after the Contender Series – when he came on there, I wasn't sure about this guy. I think this guy was talking about like working in an office or maybe he was going to become a lawyer or some shit like that. And I'm like, man, this guy, you know, he's got too much promise ahead. He's not going to do anything in the UFC. He comes in. I don't remember who he fought, but he slammed the guy. Oh, it was Matt Wyman. He picked him up and slammed him and knocked him the fuck out. But in uh, his last fight, uh, he lost a decision. Um, uh, so he's one to one, one and one in the UFC, and he's a lefty. He's only twenty six years old. Matt Sells is only twenty seven. He's five foot seven. Man, Jordan Levitt's five five nine, and uh, yeah, Sells lost two of his last three. I, I got Jordan Levitt winning this. Thing. I, I don't think Sales has anything for him. Well, I like I like that. That's how you feel because I think uh, the complete opposite. I think Sales has got a fucking nasty chin. The kid throws hammers. He comes forward the whole time. I think this is gonna be. This is a great opening fight, dude. I didn't. I could. I didn't recognize either one of these guys' faces when I just showed you. And uh-huh. I'm in. The, I like Matt Sales a lot. I'm taking him okay. all day. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. The next fight, man, is a heavyweight bout. Get these... out. I'm done. Shut the podcast off. I'm done. I'm fucking done. Get me out of here. I'm out of here, dude. I can't do it. I can't do it. What dude, the fuck, dude? I think this guy helped start the podcast. Oh, uh, how did he get here? Dante Mays versus Josh Parisian. Until Mize, whatever the fuck. Gotta give Josh Parisian the good old round of applause. Wow, this guy still fucking around. Dude, both of these guys, both of these guys are like the same career path. They oh, both come yeah. on the Contender Series. They have both had big knockout wins on the Contender Series. And we're thinking, damn, these, these guys are looking pretty good. At least I'm thinking like both of these guys 
We're in need of some good heavyweights. Here we go. Great to have these fresh heavyweights come in. Definitely. But Mays, one and two after uh, the Contender Series. Parisian, he's one and one. But his, his one win was a damn split decision over that Rock Martinez guy. You heard that? So, well, yeah, whoever loses this ought to be gone. And uh, I got Josh Parisian losing. He's out as far as okay, I'm concerned. So, so in in this fight, which is obviously Dada 5000, Kimbo Slice 2, um, <laughs> which guy gets tired uh, sooner? You know, that guy loses. So I'm going to go uh, with uh, Dante Mays. Sorry, Parisian. You just haven't... <laughs> <laughs> haven't given me any oh my god all right it's been a big disappointment ahead. i'm sorry i'm sorry i looked ahead and i already know who i'm picking in this next fight i'll tell you what i also right. like the, the the way that this is set up now the oh yeah it's changed fight. a lot mm-hmm. we're talking about the app guys and the app that we're talking about is uh espn go ahead and download that app and you can pick the fights with us okay we had quite a few people in this last one which means you guys are obviously listening to me and keep doing so i am your cult leader um <laughs> Uh, join it, dude. Hang out with us. Uh, pick the fights. There's nothing at stake, but you could win tickets to the fights. You could win five grand that you have to split amongst 8,000 people. Uh, you know, it's really just up to you, but it is fun. We do it for the po- the sake of the podcast and, and on, because guess what? Didn't do well last card. Four and ten, dude? Just horrific. I so was many six ones. and eight. <laughs> yeah, I've been on a fucking to- roll lately, man, until that. I'll tell you what, Sam, there's nothing more disappointing when it, you and I are at the bottom of the list. You know, we, we got- <laughs> We're doing the show, dude. We got to show it. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's fun games. I'm usually pretty pretty close to the top. Usually, I'm, I'm not. I'm, that, I'm just I'm at joking. The top. I'm joking, of course. We <laughs> yeah, never. Yeah. We get a, We get several right, and usually we do well on the main card because those are the fighters that are very well known. It is kind of a, you know, random picks in the beginning because we don't know who these people are. But anyways, next up. Oh, let me say this: UFC Fight Night Pickums. Join the fucking thing. Uh, it is the notification. Uh, I'll, put it, in the I'll put it in the show notes. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Don't Leave It to the Judges Pod. That's Don't Leave It to the Judges P O D. Okay, come hang out with us, guys. It's all fight shit all the time. If you like fights, you'll like it, and we're also very fun. Uh, but anyways, next up right. we got Raquel Pennington. I don't know why she's not been fired. Uh, versus <laughs> Macy Shasan. If I'm not mistaken, Macy won the Ultimate Fighter. If she didn't win, she was certainly very close. Uh, one of the more recent Ultimate Fighters. And Raquel Pennington, you just know her because she's been around for a long time, and, and she fights for really long. I'm not saying she's like been a fighter for uh, a lot of decades. I'm just saying she's always in the octagon. Every fight's a decision, whether it's a win or a loss. She's boring as hell to watch. All right, she's. I think she's one of the few females that wears men's shorts while she fights. <laughs> so you picked her, didn't you? <laughs> Fuck no. I've been waiting to see uh, Macy. I've been waiting to see Macy since uh, scheduled to fight Aspen Ladd. Not that I'm a huge oh, fan, but Macy goes after it, dude. She's ve- she's got a lot of tenacity. She's a uh, she's a great athlete, and I think that Raquel Pennington and her will definitely have a fun uh, decision fight. Well, I'm loving this. Uh... This episode out. so far, man, because we're gonna disagree again right here. So oh, <laughs> Raquel Pennington, she's fucking awful. <laughs> she's twelve and nine. She's uh, but she she has a uh, a couple wins. I think two of her last three, and she has been around forever. Seventy percent of her fights go to a decision. Seventy percent. But Macy, we got fifty percent of her fights go to a decision, and she really hasn't faced anybody. This will be a. a I wouldn't say a good test for because it's not like Raquel's gonna, you know, some it big champion. They're gonna go fifteen minutes. It will be because they're gonna go fifteen <laughs> minutes. I will stake money on it right here on the show. No one's getting knocked out. No, no. one's getting spitted. It's going fifteen. But uh, I'm going with Raquel. Bam! 
Oh, good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I have no argument. It's more like, you know, next fight. <laughs> it's whoever gets the points. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like who's going to be the most active? Who really wants to move up in the fucking division? We haven't seen Macy in a long time. Raquel is kind of a gatekeeper at this point. I mean, look at her record. It says that yeah. exactly. Um, we'll just see what happens. But here's what I like. This next fight, okay, because Charles Jordan versus Andre Ewell. Both of these guys got some nasty knockout. Both of these guys are very athletic, highly surprising in their abilities, okay? Charles Jordan had, had surprised me almost every single performance, win or loss. And Andre Ewell, same thing. It's a name that we all can recognize, and this is very early in the fight, of the fight card. And uh, I don't know, dude, I'm going to let you uh, speak a little bit before I make my choice. Okay, I don't have a whole lot to say. Just both these guys have a lot of power. And uh, Ewell, uh, only 27% of people picked that guy. And Mr. Highlight, all right, so the guy, he's lost his last two. And out of his eight losses, he's been knocked out twice, submitted three times. It, George, George, Charles Jordan, he's got eight knockout wins. He's, all his wins are finishes, actually. So, but it, his last four fights, he's one, two, and one draw. Uh, Man, I'm just going against the grain here because only 27% of people picked Yule. I went his way. I think both these guys have the power to to put away the other one, and uh, wh whoever starts uh, gets a good combination and uh, and connects starts connecting. I, I think that that'll be it. I'm going on. Okay, do me this favor. <laughs> Tell me, uh, look up Charles Jordan real quick, and okay. let's see how early his finishes were. Tell me how quickly his fights have ended. Uh, well, you know, Marcelo Rojo. That was uh. His last win, that was a TKO win. That was in the third round, four minutes. And before then, man, he, he hadn't, I mean, he hadn't had a win in a while. This guy, I don't know how to fuck you say his name. Chodo Ho. Well, that doesn't matter. A... Don't tell me who he fought. Just tell me, tell me right. how he's. That's a second round, four minutes, 32 seconds. Uh, before then, a fifth round. No, it was a knockout win. Went five rounds. It was in okay, some yeah, other organization. Stop. Look up uh, Andre Ewell and tell me how, uh, his finishes. Andre like most Ewell. recent four. Like how how soon do okay. they end? Most uh, recent fights. His finish. Okay. Uh, the last two were split decisions. His last two wins were splits. Okay, keep going down uh, the list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then a, a decision. Another split decision. <laughs> he knocked out someone you can't even click on out in LFA. That was a uh, first round of minutes. But, I mean, that was in 2018. So this guy, man, you're making me change my pick looking at this shit over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's weird to me. That's 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 the – because everything else we just talked about and knowing these fighters, that right there definitely made uh, a huge difference in who I go with because you had me. I almost went Yule because I was thinking that he had quicker finishes. Like he had – he was putting guys away faster. Turns out not the case at all. Yeah, not the case at all. But yeah, I'm going to fucking still go with them. Fuck it. All right. I but, like uh, this as I, as I scroll down this page, I come across his boxing record, which is 0 and 4. <laughs> so, so actually, you meant to say I found um, not a record. Yeah. So he's the Michael Jackson of the boxing world. <laughs> not the not the pop star guys. If you're an yeah. MMA fan, you get the reference. I shouldn't have to say that, but you got to say it. <laughs> All right, uh, another fight that is just absurd. I don't. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me everything. Okay, you have. we got uh, the women's flyweight bout next. Uh, Sarja Eubanks, she's eight and six against uh, Melissa Gatto. The Gatto, she's only twenty five years old. She's got four <laughs> submission wins, 
And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't think Sarge can defend the takedowns. She just hasn't shown she can defend a takedown her whole career. So, I mean, that's obviously, to me, what's going to happen. She's just going to get taken down on her ass. I don't know if the chick will be able to finish her, but more than likely, maybe she'll get some kind of submission win the third round right as the bell's about to hit. I don't know. Okay, well, here's two things for sure. Um, well, one thing for two people. Neither <laughs> one of these women smile in their today life. <laughs> and uh, Melissa Gatto. I mean, it's interesting that she's from Brazil with a last name that's certainly from Staten Island. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out Impractical Jokers. Um, Joe Gatto's, I don't know, extended family maybe. Who knows? That'd be weird if you find out. This is a deep cutting reference. We'll move past it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care about this at all, so I'm just going to go Gatto. Right. And, dude, we get to the heavyweights, man. It's uh, Justin Tafoe. It's Henry Hunsucker. Tafa. Tafa. The guy The guy is four and three. Four and three. <laughs> all four of his wins are knockout wins. He's lost three of his last four. He's, he's one and three in the UFC. One and three. Yeah, this and, is uh, a, a sheer case of go to Bellator. <laughs> both of these guys blow. They both suck. Hunsucker's not that much better. Seven four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, all his wins are finishes uh, for for both these guys actually. But uh, uh, Harry Hunsucker, three knockouts, four submissions. It the guy's got four knockout losses. He's lost two of his last three. I went with him anyway. Fuck it. Only thirty five percent of people went with. I you know I'm going with the guy. Maybe he'll connect. You know somebody can connect and end the other one's night. He'll probably get knocked the fuck out, but I'm going with well, him. I Here's what I like. I like that both these guys are probably going to come in and throw hammers. They really shouldn't try for a takedown. And I also like that Harry Hunsucker uh, actually looks like one of my friend's stepdads uh, who's in prison. But he is 7-4. and four. <laughs> I don't have any friends. Uh, he's <laughs> If you do, they're in prison. Absolutely. He is 7-4, and four, though, uh, Harry Hunsucker. So I'm just going to go with him, dude. Um, you know, fun fight. We'll see what happens. To me, it's embarrassing if somebody that's 4-3 and three is in the UFC. That, that to me that should not happen. Yeah, that should only happen if it's uh, female. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so bantamweight bout. There's been some damn good bantamweight bouts. But anyway, the, uh, bantamweight bout. Ronnie Barclos or Ronnie Barclos versus Victor Henry. Victor Henry, the guy's twenty-one and five. I don't know. I don't know much about this guy. He's never been finished. This is his UFC debut. Actually, only twelve percent of the people went with them. Uh, Barclos. He should be better facing somebody better than this. The guy's 5-1 and one in the UFC. I think he's uh, Barcelos. Barcelos. Oh, that makes a lot more sense than what the fuck I was going to say, saying. he sounds like he's another guy from Staten Island. Yeah. Uh, Roni Barcelos. That doesn't matter. Uh, the kid's nasty. You look at the highlights yeah. of Barcelos. He's those hammers. He takes shots. He goes after it. And uh, I don't know anything about Victor Henry. What do you got? Do you got anything specific? No, nah, just say he's never been finished. And, and it's his it, UFC and he, debut. He also has two first names. Yeah, there you go. Got him. <laughs> this guy to get to be twenty-one and five before he gets a shot to UFC. Yeah, the other guy was fucking four and three. He <laughs> yeah, he could have just waited and tried to get on the contender series <laughs> and fight one of the old guys from the contender series. Uh, anyways, uh, next up we got uh, Dustin Stoltzfus. I mean, what a name! <laughs> like they just like smashed some letters together. That's who we are. Uh, he's fighting. He does kind of look like Michael Chandler, and it's kind of making me angry. Uh, he's fighting Gerald Mearshart, you know, 33 and 14, just way too many fucking fights. Okay, way too many fights already for people to not know who you are. 
oh yeah, that's the guy that Cam's at knocked out. You know, that's how they remember. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> uh, what is he, the meerkat, meerkat, something? Anyways, uh, I don't know who to pick in this fight, dude. 33 and 14. Yeah. For that's a lot of fights, a lot of submission wins. He's got a great chin. Gerald Mearshart's, he's a good fighter, dude. Yeah, man, he's, he's got that, 25 submission wins, this guy. He's 8 and 6 in the UFC. He's been around a while. But, uh, yeah, he's won his last two. After he had he had lost his last two previous, but he's got two wins in a row now. And with uh, Dustin Schultz, was, he come off the contender series, and he's lost his first two UFC fights. So I, I went with Gerald. I think they might be finding out that this contender series isn't all it's cracked up to be. That's what I'm discovering as I'm reading <laughs> down this card. This guy's doing well. It's like they might as well just have a lot of UFC uh, Ultimate Fighters and have them go through eight fights against guys their skill set. Also, Dustin not only looks like Michael Chandler, he looks like Dan Henderson's kid. <laughs> I wonder if he has fake teeth as well. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to go with Gerald Mearshart. I think it's going to be submission. Yeah, that's what How I much see money happening. Did you say you wanted to put on it? Oh, we're picking the same guy. Yes, sir. Uh, next is featherweight bout with some very familiar names: Cub Swanson, Darren Elkins. So yeah, Swanson, man, he's lost five of the last seven. I think it's time for this guy to hang it up. He's thirty-eight, and uh, Elkins, I mean, he's thirty-seven himself, but and he's lost four of his last six. But this last two fights, he was very impressive. He had that he's scrappy as shit. He had that fight. Um, Oh, the guy just, uh, Minner, that just fought Ryan Hall. And uh, Minner was all over him the first round, but Elkins come back at the end of the first round and beat him. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going with Elkins here, man. I just think he's really scrappy. I don't see Cub Swanson doing anything right now to him. And I don't think it's going to be the best fight in the world, but I think Elkins, he can maybe go through an early storm, survive a small early storm like he has, uh, like he did in his last fight, then he could turn the tables and beat up on Cub Swanson a little. Yeah, if we know anything about weathering small storms, Indiana. So, uh, Darren Elkins, he's he's a, he's a beast, man. He's he's one of these guys that's kind of been floating around the division. He's beat a lot of good guys. He's been in there long against some good guys. And uh, he's on a tear right now. I totally agree with the last several performances where it's like this. Even if he lost, it was fun to watch him get kicked because he would try his fucking heart out. You know what I mean? Like, this is a guy, like a Clay Guida in his prime. Uh, him versus Cub Swanson is great because they're both veterans. I think they're going to go after it. I think they're going to try to put on a show. I just think it's going to come out better on Elkins' end because he he is the point scorer. All right, so you don't see anybody getting knocked out? Or- I really don't. I don't know. It would be crazy because uh, Cub Swanson's more of the finisher, you know. But late in his career, I don't. I, Darren, Darren Elkins is hard to put away. Extremely, extremely. But uh, anyway, this next bout, man, it's a lightweight bout. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll need some help with this guy's name. But, anyway, Diego Ferreira. Uh, I would say probably Matus. Mateus Gamerot. Mateus Gamerot. That's how I'm going to say it. But, uh, dude, this, this Diego Ferreira, he's 36. He's been in UFC since 2014. The guy's 8-4 in the UFC. He's coming off that big TKO loss to Gregor Gillespie. He's got two losses in a row. Uh, Gamerot. The, the gamer it's two and one in, in the UFC. His only loss in the UFC was a split decision. I, I'm going his way, man. I think he'll just be too much for him. I think he might even uh, knock out Diego Ferrar. Yeah. Is my is everything working? Okay, I hear myself in my headphones. Yes, I I like I like this Gamrot guy. I mean, his last name has Rot in it, 
and he chose to go with gamer instead using the first three letters of the last name i would call myself the rot you know that sounds nasty uh, especially if he goes and ko's this dude he should change his nickname to the rot um yeah i got i got a gamrod as well so man uh after that this bantamweight belt got uh rafael uh asanyo sun sal sun sal versus ricky simone all right so Raphael, he's lost three in a row. He's beaten some big names throughout his career, man. But most of his wins is 13 decision wins. And also, what kind of shape will he be in? He last fought in June of last year. Uh, Simone is 6-2 is and two in the UFC. Half of his wins are decision wins. Ten decisions. Well, over, over, over half, actually. But he's got three straight wins. I still win with Raphael. That is interesting. I think you'll just outpoint uh, him. We'll see. Oh, Asante is definitely a veteran. The kid's been around forever, but we were just talking about how he got knocked out by Cody Garbrandt more recently than anybody. So I got to yeah. go Ricky Simon. Right. Then we got the women's strawweight belt. Uh, Amanda, Amanda Lemos. This is too late on the goddamn card. This is way too late on the card. Put this shit earlier. <laughs> this should be the second or third fight. Did Angela Hill... God, Lee, man, she's lost three of her last four, and the win that she had was a Ashley Yater that was terrible. I mean, that was not much of a fight at all. She's terrible. She's eight and ten in the UFC, and that's including two wins over over Yoder, Yater, whatever. Two fucking wins over her. So What's technically, the... take her out. She's six and ten in the UFC, as far as I'm concerned. Tell the fans the full record. What's uh What's Angela Hill's full record? Thirteen and ten. God damn right. Who's she fighting? What's her record? 10-1-1. One, one. Absolutely. This shouldn't be happening. Should not be only, happening. Only in the female division will there ever be this massive discrepancy. Lamos has seven Records. knockout wins. The only, the only loss she has is in 2017. She was knocked out by Leslie Smith. She's got four straight wins via knockout. So I'm looking for Angela Hill to go down. I got Lamos as well. All right, so uh, Walter Wade bout next, the co-main event. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, remember the name, but uh, Muhammad, man, he's 19 and 3. He's 5'10", where uh, Wonderboy is 6 foot. Wonderboy hasn't been that great lately. I mean, he really hasn't. His his offense, anyway, the, the guy, his last non-decision win was in 2016. Muhammad to me, he hasn't looked that impressive lately. He's got five wins in a row, yes, but yeah, uh, Tiago uh, fought some somebody that that was like average to me. The Leon Edwards, he didn't have much offense when that fight was stopped for the eye poke. He looked he looked average in that fight. F- Fourteen out of his nineteen wins are via decision. I want Wonder Boy. I, I I don't think anyone's getting knocked out, but <laughs> here's what I think. Uh, first off, Bilal, remember the name Muhammad. Which name are we supposed to remember, Bilal or Muhammad? <laughs> okay, and also your nickname is remember the name? <laughs> Who? I don't think you guys understand what nicknames are. I don't think whoever gave you the nickname knew what a nickname was, and neither do you. You're like, your nickname should be remember the name because it's like supposed to go with your full name. They say the full thing. You're like, But it's also just like what they would call you. It's like John Bones Jones. You could call him Bones Jones, right? You could call this guy Wonder Boy Thompson. We're supposed to call you, remember the name, Muhammad? You know, it's like, think. 
These guys are, uh, have very little skill in marketing themselves. That's why you got characters like Colby Covington. Uh, yeah, I got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I think this is going to be a, a, a just a striking devastation. Lots of fun kicks. Uh, yeah, Stephen Thompson looked very good in his last fight. I think he's on the hunt for uh, another chance at that belt, man. All right, man. And then the big one, the, the heavyweight belt. Derek Lewis, Chris Dawkins. So, man, Derek Lewis, 25 and 8. 72% of the people picked him. 20 of his wins are knockout wins. But five of his eight losses, they're via knockout. So this guy's living and dying by the knockout. The big punch. He's always looking for a, a one-strike put away. He's very dangerous. If he does land, he's extremely dangerous. Chris Dawkins, this guy, out of his 12 wins, 11 of them are knockouts. Does have one decision win. And he's been knocked out twice. So someone's getting knocked the fuck out in this fight. No way I see this going five rounds. And uh, I think Dawkins is just quick enough to avoid some power strikes, land a couple strikes of his own, and put away Derek Lewis. And I got this happening in 59 strikes. What say you? Well, I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I do want to. I do want you to say who you picked again. I don't remember who you said. Chris Dawkins. Okay. That's kind of what I thought you said, but I was looking at my pick and I'm like, did he say the same thing that I did? Because for sure, I got Chris Dawkins as well. Here's the thing. You said exactly what I feel like everyone's going to say, and that could lead to a really boring fight. This whole, there's no way this fight's going to last. It's going down in fucking one round, man. There's no way they're going to get out of here. And these two fucking schlubs could easily go in there and fucking punch themselves tired in 40 seconds. Why'd my camera shut off again, you whore? <laughs> I'll leave that in there. That's completely fine with me. Let the audience know that we do film video, but we also don't film video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I like Chris Dawkins. I think he's on a tear. I think he's on the up and up, and I would like to see him get the finish. That would be great. It would be huge for his career to knock out Derek Lewis, a guy that seems improbable in being knocked out. Right? There's nobody that's really been able to do it. The kid somehow keeps his cardio but i think chris Dawkins has the same type and here's what i've noticed with chris too every time he's been in there his bodies look different his skills have been different he's been better you know what i'm saying mm. whereas Derek lewis has sort of been the same guy he throws that one or two weird kicks uh and then he's got hammers and just keeps his hands like this as he walks towards you mm -hmm. so does he got the chin does Chris Dawkins have the chin? This is going to be a fun fight, and I look forward to this Saturday. It's going to be fun. I, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, 4,000 strikes. <laughs> Someone's going to get killed if that happens. I'm just kidding. Shit. I'm going to go. I'm going to type 11. How about that? Ooh, that's not very many. Strikes. Wow. <laughs> no, not a, one, of them I th one of them I wrote down is going to be a headbutt. <laughs> no, uh, but, uh, it's a fun card, dude. You're right. There's a lot of great matchups on here. I honestly didn't believe you at all. I uh, know you know fights well enough to know when they're gonna be a good card, uh, and I look forward to them. I'm very happy with it. Uh, due to the fact that, that was the last fight, I want to go ahead and do pretty quickly yeah, and say, sure. hey, shout out to everybody who's checking out the fucking Broken Talk podcast. All right, it's a spinoff of other shows that I've done, and simply a spinning off on uh, news and entertainment. I literally take stuff right from the headline and I riff on that shit because you know riffing's what I done, and it usually doesn't work out at all. It's terrible. But there is another podcast that is better than that, or it's probably worse. It's called The Briefcase. And you know what, guys? I've been smashing this fucking soundboard on that podcast like you wouldn't believe. Um, really relying on the soundboard via that show at that point. I have nothing to talk about ever. 
So I just use the soundboard to lead the way, my friends. Uh, check out the briefcase. Check out Broken Talk. Don't forget the other podcast as, um, you know, new stuff in the works. And uh, this stuff is at Don't Lead Judges Pod, Twitchgram. I am at that dude ears. Nope, that dude with ears. That dude with the ears? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter anyways. Who's listening that's going to fucking take the time to be like, I'm going to go follow. It's people that are going to join the group, pick the fights. People are active. Therefore, be active counts as well. Let us know how you felt about some of the fights. Love you. We're out of here. Let's fucking people. Round one, fight!